Welcome to Gateway Church Cymru, church where anyone can be transformed by the story of Jesus. Wherever you find yourself, we pray that you would be encouraged today by God's Word. Everyone loves a good comeback story, but without a setback, those comebacks wouldn't be possible. Over the next five weeks, we're going to begin a brand new sermon series together called From Setback to Comeback. Now, in the Old Testament, in the book of 1 Samuel, right at the end of that book, there's an obscure story about a man named David. I'm sure you're familiar with King David, but he wasn't a king at this point. In this story at the end of 1 Samuel and in chapter 30, we read about one of the low points in David's life. David faces a setback of all setbacks. It is the worst setback of all. And as you read through this chapter, it seems as though David's life is over. However, God has other plans. And today we're going to be basing ourselves in 1 Samuel chapter 30, verse 1 to 6. And it says this. Three days later, when David and his men arrived home at the town of Ziklag, they found that the Amalekites had made a raid into the Negev and Ziklag. They had crushed Ziklag and burnt it to the ground. They had carried off the women and children and everyone else, but without killing anyone. When David and his men saw the ruins and realised what had happened to their families, they wept until they could not weep anymore. David's two wives, Ananiah and Jezreel and Abigail, the widow of Nabal from Carmel, were among those who were captured. David was now in great danger because all his men were very bitter about losing their sons and daughters. And they began to talk of stoning him. We live in a broken world. Our world is full of pain, loss, difficulty, tragedy, and it affects each and every one of us. It's fair to say that life is full of setbacks. We all experience setbacks within our lives. And this year has been no different. At the beginning of this year, the global pandemic of coronavirus hit our world and each and every one of us were affected by it. And just when it seemed like everything was coming back to normal for us, especially here in the UK and in Wales, it seemed like normal was coming back. Last Friday, it was announced that we in Wales are going to be in another lockdown again for the next two weeks. And, you know, when I heard this news, I was completely devastated. You know, we can't see our family members or friends for the next two weeks. Some of us are going to be on our own and isolated once again. And it's been a horrible year and and this is just capping it all off, isn't it? You know, that we are going through this once again. It's been another major setback. I know we were meeting back together in person as a church family, but it was announced that we can't even do that for the next three Sundays and we're doing church online and I'm so thankful that we've got church online but it just seems like there's a setback after a setback another major setback you know this week I've heard many people say I don't know how I'm going to get through it this time last time it was bad enough but now we know what it's like I don't know how I'm how I'm going to get through this difficult time and maybe you're watching this today and maybe that's how you are feeling But maybe you're watching this today and maybe you've had another setback as well. Maybe it's a setback to do with your health. Maybe it's a setback of a broken relationship. 
Maybe it's the loss of a job, the failure of an exam. Maybe you're experiencing setback and, and you just feel like, I don't know what to do anymore. I don't know where to turn. I feel like giving up. I can't take it anymore. I can't recover. I don't have the strength to come back from this again. You know, as we come to 1 Samuel chapter 30, this is exactly where David found himself. As we read in 1 Samuel chapter 30 and verse 1 to 6, the conqueror of the giant Goliath, he was now on the run from his own king, King Saul. King Saul was out to kill him and David's men. And as you read through the Bible and as you read through 1 Samuel, you'll see how time and time again Saul had tried to kill David because Saul was jealous of David. David was called to be the anointed king of Israel and, and Saul was jealous of David and there were many close calls. And so David, he's on the run and he takes his men with him as he leaves. And David now actually finds himself living with his enemies, the Philistines. He was with them for a year, but there were no more places for David to run and hide. And that is why he was with the Philistines. So David and his army of 600 men, plus their wives and children, were now living with their enemy. And they set up in this place, in this city called Ziklag. But the Philistines one day, they were going to go to a war against Israel, against David's people, against God's own people. They were going to fight them once again. If you read through the Bible, you'll see that Israel and the Philistines, they were always fighting in the New Testament, in the Old Testament. And this is what was happening once again. The Philistines were ready to face the armies of Israel. And this puts David in an awkward position. Because David is a fighter. He's a warrior. He's the greatest warrior that Israel had. He's the greatest fighter of all. There were even songs that were sung about David. But David's now in an awkward position. Does he join the Philistines and fight against his own people? Or does he sit back and just wait to see what the outcome of this war was going to be? Well, David, he actually says that he's going to join the Philistines. And so he lines up against King Achish, King Achish, the king of the Philistines. And this is what it says in 1 Samuel chapter 29, verse 2 to 7. As the Philistine rulers were leading out their troops in groups of hundreds and thousands, David and his men marched at the rear with King Achish. But the Philistine commanders demanded, what are these Hebrews doing here? And Achish told them, this is David, the servant of King Saul of Israel. He's been with me for years and I've never found a single fault in him from the day he arrived until today. But the Philistine commanders were angry. Send him back to the town you've given him, they demanded. He can't go into battle with us. What if he turns against us in the battle and becomes our adversary? Is there any better way for him to reconcile himself with his matter than by handing uh, our heads over to him? Isn't this the same David about whom the women of Israel sang in their dances? Saul has killed his thousands and David is tens of thousands. We see that Achish tries to defend David and says, David is loyal. He's been with me by my side. But the Philistine soldiers, they weren't having any of it. And they didn't want David and his army fighting with them. So Achish sends David and his army back to Ziklag where they were living. But then the Bible says this. As David and his men were riding back to Ziklag, they started to see smoke on the horizon. Something terrible had, hap had happened. One of their other enemies, called the Amalekites, 
had come into Ziklag and totally destroyed their town. They pillaged their city. They'd taken everything, their women, their children, their livestock. They'd taken it all. They'd killed many as well. There was complete and utter devastation. And as these husbands, fathers, grandfathers, brothers, uncles, as they returned back from this war that they were going to fight with Israel, as they headed back to Ziklag, they were completely and utterly devastated. They were stunned by the desolation. Can you imagine the heartbreak? Arriving back and seeing your wife and your family and your children completely gone, your home destroyed. Can you imagine the heartbreak knowing that they've been captured by one of your other enemies? They were de devastated. And the Bible tells us in 1 Samuel 30 that David's family also, they were gone. They were taken. Everybody had lost everything. And now comes this challenging moment for David. Who was David going to turn to in his hour of need? Now, I'm sure many of us would think that David would turn to the other soldiers and his friends to try and find some comfort in this moment. Could he turn to them? Could he trust in them? However, we read that in this moment where there's so much human sorrow and other emotions that are coming into play, we read that anger and resentment begins to boil up within David's own soldiers. And they actually turn on David. They lash out on him. And this is what it says in 1 Samuel 30 verse 6. David was now in great danger because all his men were very bitter about losing their sons and daughters. And they began to talk of stoning him. In other words, they were saying, let's kill David. It's David's fault that we're in this mess. It's David's fault that we were living with the enemy. It's because of David. So let's go and kill David. I'm sure you'd agree with me that this was the setback of all setbacks. David had lost everything. What was he going to do in this situation? I'm sure he was weak and tired after running away from Saul. I'm sure he felt depleted because he had gone to that battle and they didn't even want him there. What was David going to do? Who was he going to turn to in this moment? Because his family had gone. His friends and his soldiers, they had turned their back on him. And even his enemies had rejected him. Who was David going to turn to? And I wonder for you who are watching today. Maybe you've experienced the setback of all setbacks. Maybe you've been diagnosed with a terrible illness. Maybe a loved one has, has gone and walked out on you. Maybe you're suffering loss today. Maybe you've had a failure. Maybe you've lost your job. Who are you going to turn to? Who are you going to trust in? Maybe you've had a major setback or maybe it's been just setback after setback, little setbacks after another but maybe you've just turned to everybody who you can and you know that they can't help you. Maybe you're watching this today and you feel, I have no strength left. I feel like giving up. I feel like packing it in, Luke. I don't know what to do anymore. I can't come back from this situation. But I have a question for you today. And that is, have you tried to get the right help? Yes, maybe you've turned to family members. Yes, maybe you've turned to your boss or your friends or something like that. But have you tried to get the, help, uh, the right help. We see that in this moment, in David's setback, when he had faced this and suffered the setback of all setbacks, David tries to get the right help. David, in this situation, couldn't fix it. This was beyond human strength. David couldn't humanly fix this situation. But David had to get the right help. And that's exactly what he did. Listen to what it says in 1 Samuel chapter 30 and the second part of verse 6. 
says David was now in great danger because all his men were very bitter about losing their sons and daughters and they began to talk of stoning him. But David found strength in the Lord his God. Who did David turn to in his hour of need? The Bible says that David turned to the Lord his God. David found strength in the Lord his God. David knew that there was only one who could help him to come back from this setback and it was the Lord his God. And I want to tell you today that there is only one who can help you. Know today that there is nothing that is too difficult for our God. There is nothing too difficult for Jesus for with him all things are possible the Bible says. And so I wonder today have you turned to Jesus? Have you called on Jesus? You see Jesus isn't just the local GP who can give you some medication to help you with your pain. Jesus isn't just a doctor who can give you 50% chance or 60% chance of overcoming that illness. Jesus isn't just a counselor who can give you some good advice that may or may not work. Jesus isn't a motivational speaker who can just lift your spirits for an hour or two and then that is it. But my Bible says that Jesus is the miracle worker. My Bible says that Jesus is the waymaker. My Bible says that Jesus is the healer. My Bible says that Jesus is the second chance giver. My Bible says that Jesus is the hope restorer. My Bible says that Jesus is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And my Bible says that Jesus hasn't just overcome a few setbacks here or there, but my Bible says that Jesus is the comeback King. He is the comeback King himself. The first step in making a comeback from your setback is getting the right help. And that is what David did. I believe the word of the Lord to you today is that when you call on the comeback king, that's when your comeback can begin. When you call on the comeback king, that's when your comeback can begin. I encourage you today to get the right help, to turn to the living God, to call upon Jesus. I believe the Lord would remind us today the comeback is on. The comeback is on. Listen to what it says in Proverbs chapter 24, verse 16. The godly may trip seven times, but they will get up again. The first step in making a comeback is getting the right help. And that's what David did. I want to encourage you today to stop trying in your own strength to overcome and come through this setback. I want to encourage you to stop turning to friends and family members. Instead, I encourage you today to turn to the comebacking turn to Jesus, for with him all things are possible. Amen. Thanks again for listening to this podcast. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. For more content from Gateway and to connect with us, go to gatewaychurchcumry.co.uk. Have a great day.